wonderful friends, welcome to Fate FM Drive Time Big Q&A. This is the program where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion and the Bible, and where we look at the world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. I am Nick Krita, South Australian Regional Coordinator for Faith FM, and we thank you for tuning in with us today. This week it's a very important one uh, because we are talking about prayer. And uh, just before we go into this uh, subject, we look at sin, we look at repentance and confession. When you realize you have sinned and uh, want to rid yourself of the heavy burden through confession of your sin and desire to turn from it, we look at what is involved in being born again. And we saw that Jesus told us that we must be born again if we are to enter the kingdom of heaven. We also talked about the Holy Spirit and how he can change the way we think and uh, cause our mind and our thoughts to be more aligned with God and what God wants from us. All of this is part of the process that take place when we come to God and through the help of the Holy Spirit, ask for him to transform us. If you miss any of uh, those programs, we just want to remind you that you can go back to listen uh, to them via podcast or uh, you can uh, visit our website, faithfm.com.au. And also today we have uh, the offer of the book Steps to Christ. Please don't hesitate to call us, uh, to send an SMS actually on 04888880811. This is an amazing book actually, Steps to Christ. If you like to receive that free copy, just text to us uh, the name of the book, Steps to Christ, and we'll be more than happy to deliver that to you or to organize the book to arrive at your place. It's so good to have uh, David Lima from Family Voice Australia with us uh, again today. And David, uh, I know probably you had a, a bit of a less sleep last night <laughs> because um, something was uh, really important going on. Uh, yes, uh, yes, the South Australian Parliament was debating the abortion bill until three o'clock this morning. Wow. And while I couldn't be there, being out of the city, I was able to watch it live streamed. And stayed up, um, so then I had to write it up, so that took it to about four o'clock. So I'm feeling a bit sleep deprived, but um, we have to watch and pray. And I was watching and praying and so disappointed that uh, so many of our members of parliament have voted uh, in favour of abortion, which can never be justified in my view. Mm. Um, but there we are, this delusion seems to have come upon our civic authorities and uh, Christian people, I think, in South Australia especially, but it's happening all over the country. We really need to examine our own consciences because we're called to be salt and light. And unfortunately, this is happening under our watch. Yes. And indeed, uh, uh, David, much prayer is needed mm. uh, to awaken yes. uh, the church. And, yes. um, you know, it's our responsibility, as you said, uh, uh, salt and light, mm. to to stand for the principles yes. uh, of the Bible. And um, as we are talking today, uh, why is prayer so important? Mm. Uh, David, I mean, here in the modern 
world and uh, with issues like this going on and mm. many other things going on how important is yes. prayer yes well we need prayer now more than ever i think mm. because the forces of darkness just seem to be enveloping western civilization which was founded on christianity yes uh, the bible remains the central text of western civilization but unfortunately we have a culture which is turning away from scripture and above all from the lord so we need to pray the the virtue of prayer of course is in recognition that human beings are fundamentally spiritual creatures mm -hmm. we are more than simply flesh and blood and mind we are we have that third area which is the spirit and our culture just seems to be denying that spiritual dimension uh, and in fact i was thinking about this observing the parliamentary proceedings that while while our civic authorities are dealing with this life and death issue they're also joking and having a bit of fun at the same time and i thought that is so inappropriate mm. uh, but we've got to recognize that we are spiritual beings and we're dealing with spiritual matters as we deal with these life and death issues as well so uh, prayer is not just communication of course to god it's also listening to god and it's bringing our petitions to him and there's uh, some really wonderful scriptures which speak about the power of prayer and uh, in particular highlight this from first john chapter five this is the confidence we have in approaching god that if we ask anything according to his will he hears us and if we know that he hears us whatever we ask we know that we have what we asked of him not not we will have it but we have it yeah. so yeah. it's already there and we worship a god who calls things that are not as though they were mm. we read in romans mm. so we all need to pray a little more confidently we're instructed to pray in the spirit on all occasions so our prayer has got to be guarded by the spirit and jesus himself said i tell you the truth my father will give you whatever you ask in my name so there's a wonderful confidence that we can have in christ that as we are led by the holy spirit we know what to pray for and this we will receive mm -hmm. so it may well be the case sometimes i think that we're praying not in tune with the holy spirit's leading and we've got our own agenda well we're to pray according to the leading of god and that will be done yes now also uh, as we mentioned this bill um, being uh, passed you know to the parliament and there are lots of people yeah. praying yeah. and um, is that uh, how do you will you explain or were those prayers not answered or it's something else uh, we we can uh, mention here indeed we have to make sure that our prayer is followed by action Uh, the, the story is told about the man who prays for rain but fails to carry an umbrella. Mm. So he's <laughs> he's not serious about his prayer, and it is unfortunately the case that we are not matching our prayer with action. Mm -hmm. So if we want the parliament to be changed, yes, it's important to pray, but as salt and light, we've got to get the salt out of the salt shaker. And Jesus said, you know, you don't put a lamp under the bed. It's a mm. joke, in fact. Mm. We forget to laugh because it's absurd to put a naked flame under the bed. But that's that's effectively what we're doing if we only pray. So prayer on its own is not adequate. We're called to pray and to take action. Uh, it's no good just saying, oh, we believe. Uh, belief is a good thing as far as it goes. But, but faith and action work together. So 
as we pray, in fact, we're not asking God to, to fix things up and we're not asking him to do anything. But as our Lord told us to pray in the Lord's Prayer, it's not, God, we want you to do your will if you like, or yes, Lord, you do your will and we'll, we will cheer on the sidelines. It is a prayer of personal dedication. So, Nick, I need to pray, God, I want your will to be done by me, mm. and I want your kingdom to come using me. So it's not a passive prayer, it's an active prayer. So I think that we completely misunderstand the Lord's Prayer. Mm. We pray it as though we want God to handle everything and leave us out of it. But instead, it is, if I can just bang the table and not disturb the microphone here, they will be done. So it's a prayer of dedication. And I'm glad that you mentioned the Lord's Prayer, you know, mm. because uh, there are many insights there. If oh, we, are, yeah. we haven't got yeah. time probably today yeah. to go uh, with you, particularly mm. in, in detail on that. But any more, any other mm. insights Indeed. from the Lord's pra- Prayer? Yes, well, we'll have to come back and unpack it more fully. But it begins and ends with reference to the kingdom. So Jesus says, this is how you should pray, Nick, you and me. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. This reference to the kingdom, we we so rarely think about Jesus as king, and we so rarely explore this theme of the kingdom of God. Mm. And at the end of the prayer, of course, that will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive them that trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom. Mm. So you see, maybe listeners haven't noticed this, but the Lord's Prayer both begins and ends with a reference to the kingdom. And that is the good news. Good news about what? Well, good news is that the kingdom of God is being rolled out. Yes. How wonderful is that? So we need to start praying the Lord's Prayer, not in a parrot fashion or in a rote exercise, but genuinely seeking his will and dedicating ourselves to be instrumental in the process. Otherwise, we're wasting our time. But the, the true prayer is to say, yes, we want your kingdom to become. We want your will to be done on earth just as it is in heaven. Mm. We need to know that heavenly reality and say we're going to roll that out in our lives, in our parliaments, in our society, in our families, in our churches. The kingdom of God rolling out. This is what we need. And, and that's what we are waiting for. Exactly. For the kingdom of exactly. God to come. Yes. And then uh, we cannot uh, w- uh, wait the kingdom of God with our arms crossed. Correct. You know, we need to be active. Yes. Intentional. Yes. Yes. I, I like what you, you just point out, uh, David. Of course, uh, as you just said at the beginning, this is disappointing, you know, mm. to see a bill passing through with such a, a big, yes. big uh, um, issue. But we trust in God. We are indeed. We trust in God. We pray to God that His will be done. And um, whatever, sometime, you know, God will let us go into our, um, you know, yes. uh, deception. Yes. Hopefully that we can really wake up. I wonder, Nick, if you'll let me pray just for the listeners now. There may be some listeners out there, in fact, who are facing an unplanned or a crisis pregnancy. I would hate for them to think that somehow the law is now encouraging them towards termination Mm -hmm. because, in truth, we need to recognize that God is sovereign over our bodies. They're designed to be his temple, after all. He's given us the gift of sexuality, and he's given the new life which is growing within. And so I do encourage any of the listeners who are facing a crisis pregnancy or perhaps know someone who is to know that God wants that life to come to full term and to be received 
in loving arms. So, Father, we just pray for any of the listeners who are in this situation that your Holy Spirit will touch them and that all of our culture will turn away from this disposable mentality and that we would receive your gift of life. We thank you that you are the God of life. So give life, we pray, protect life, sustain life. We thank you for the gift of life that we have in Christ, for it's in his name that we pray. Amen. Amen. And thank you, David. It's so nice to have you with us. David is the president of the Family Voice Australia for South Australia and Northern Territory. And um, keep up the good work, uh, David. May God richly bless you. Thank you. And if there are people out there who need support or encouragement in this, don't hesitate to contact us. Uh, You can also follow with uh, David on Family Voice Australia. All the best. Thanks, Nick. Looking forward to see you back again. Okay.
Welcome back to Faith FM Drive Time Big Q&A with uh, Nick Rita and our co-host today is uh, Tracy uh, Papandreou. Hi Nick and hi to all the listeners. Good to have you with us Tracy. Now that was a wonderful song. Uh, yeah, very nice. Uh, it was called the Millennium Prayer yeah. by um, uh, Cliff, Cliff Richard. Uh, Richard. Yeah. And a yeah, beautiful song uh, and that um, was also a request from uh, David uh, as uh, we had David with us a bit uh, earlier. Um, and David was talking uh, about some um, uh, events, you know, uh, world events going on, and even talking about that uh, the abortion bill uh, going through to the parliament here in South Australia. Mm, and he was talking about how, you know, things have become this darkness that is coming upon our world, you know, and things are changing and the need for us to be praying. Yes. And, and, and I'm thinking to just advertise a program which we are going to run uh, very soon. Uh, as you, as you mentioned, a time like never before. We live in a time like never before, you know, with the COVID-19, uh, 2020 was the year which people don't want to remember. The religious world is changing, Tracy, mm, mm. Uh, increasingly. Increasingly, uh, Christianity is uh, morphing into a form that would be unrecognizable to those of previous generation. We are going to talk with one of our presenters, uh, Pastor um, Gary Hodgkin, Four Angels, The End Time and the Gospels Climax. Four Angels and the End Time will be presented uh, by... uh, Pastor Gary Hodgkin, as I said, he's one of our uh, uh, presenters here on Faith FM. Consider end times religious trends through a renewed focus on biblical prophecy. The series respond to some of the biggest questions of the contemporary Christian scene. Mm, and Nick, you know, Pastor Gary is is the the pastor at Brighton Church, so I know Pastor Gary quite well, and we have a glimpse at some of these these topics. And just to be able to look at what's happening in the world right now, and he's kind of got a way of being able to help you see, you know, those those events through the lens of the Bible. And it's very helpful. I just encourage all people who who would be interested to come along to these presentations. Yes, and some of the topics which uh, Gary is going to address are um, what are the uh, big religious trends currently impacting the Christian world. And what does Jesus have to say about the end times? Righteousness, judgment, justice making. Why can't man achieve it? Does the gospel have anything to say about evolutionary belief? Is the ecumenical spirit the same as biblical unity? That's a big one. I think mm-hmm. uh, well, I'm, I must uh, plan myself to, to go to attend for, for some of these ones. Why is biblical religion facing a perfect storm? Now, when and where? The first two sessions occur at 11 a.m. and 2.30 p.m. on Saturday, March 13. Prospect, Seventh-day Adventist Church Hall, and that's uh, Belleville Street, Prospect. You can search for Seventh-day Adventist Church on Belleville Street, Prospect. For those who want more, at 7 p.m. each evening from Sunday, March 14, to Friday, March 19, except Wednesday, the series conclude with uh, two sessions on uh, Saturday, March 20. A presentation of Faith FM by Pastor Gary. He spent a lifetime in ministry. Currently, he produces a Faith FM 
program here, Drive Time, where you are listening right now. And don't hesitate to message us during this program. If you like to share with us your thoughts, we are going to talk about a very important topic today. Why is prayer so important. But again, I want to come to Tracy and uh, Tracy, you are the second time with us now and you'll become a little bit more uh, familiar with us here, what we're doing and it's so good to to have you with us. Now you're going to Brighton Church where Pastor Gary is uh, is a minister yes, there. Yes. And um, I just met the other day somebody else who were listening to Faith FM and he was searching somewhere for the Seventh-day Adventist Church and he found which church do you think he found? He found Brighton Church oh, because he lives not far from Brighton Church. He lives in uh, in uh, Marion, and oh, I just uh, we just came across. He couldn't believe it uh, when uh, we introduced to each other um, that I'm from Faith FM, and he said he listen, listens every day. Oh, that's to, great! To We're happy to have all new people. Yes, <laughs> yes. Now, look, uh, Tracy. Time is going fast, and I would like to just um, uh, unpack a little bit more about uh, uh, why is prayer so important. What would you say, Tracy? Well, with regard to is prayer important, Nick? I think we probably have to talk about what prayer is first to understand it's important to the Christian. Yes, that, that's a good idea, Tracy. Uh, well, uh, what would you? Would you say prayer is then? Nick, I'm so happy that we're offering that great book, Steps to Christ, to listeners today. I'd actually like to answer that question by using one of the quotes from that book. So that author's got a really eloquent way of helping us to see what prayer is. And she writes, Prayer is the opening of the heart to God as to a friend. Not that it's necessary in order to make known to God what we are, but in order to enable us to receive him. Prayer does not bring God down to us, but brings us up to Him. Yes, that, uh, that's beautifully described, uh, uh, Tracy, uh, helping us to understand uh, that is um, all about our relationship with God. I mean, she talks uh, there about uh, us opening our hearts up to God in the way we might be able to see and to feel that closeness, that relationship, mm. friend to friend, because mm. God said, you know, come to me, come mm. to me, open up your uh, your heart uh, to me, and I will uh, come, if, uh, I just come in my mind the passage in uh, Revelation 3.20, where it says, I'm at the door, behold, I'm at the door knocking here, if you open the door, I will come with you in a friend, friendly yes. way, you know, to, to dine with you, to have a relationship. Yes, yes. I like the way that she brings out uh, that thing about the friendship because if we put aside the spiritual for a moment and we just think about our earthly friendships, speaking is an integral part of the communication between us and others and it, it wouldn't be much of a friendship if we never had the opportunity to express ourselves and what's going on in our lives and, and how we feel. And, you know, it's very hard these days to really experience uh, um, true friendship. Usually friendship comes about uh, when each person uh, really listen uh, and cares about what is going on in their life. And, and to another person, it's not uh, 
uh, one-way road. Mm. It's mm. a two-way two exactly. road. Exactly. It's hard to feel close to another person when your conversation is all about what's happening in their lives and how they are feeling and they give you little time to tell, you about, tell them about your own situation. I agree, Nick. We feel closer to people who are willing to listen to us and genuinely care about us. But just as we have different levels of friendships here on Earth, so... Most of us, we have some people who are acquaintances. We've got some people we call friends. And we've got some really good and close friends who are part of what we might call our inner circle. And with those people, we feel comfortable to completely open our heart to them. And um, we, we have a very intimate relationship with them. And those different levels of friendship are possible with God. He longs to have that really rich, deep, intimate relationship mm. with us. But it's really just only down to us as to how deep and wonderful and rich that relationship can be. Yes, and I know that um, next week we are going to uh, to be looking uh, at prayer more in depth uh, and helping people to understand how they can develop that intimate, rich relationship with God through prayer. So maybe we should now just focus on uh, um, why should we pray? Uh, let's return to our original question, uh, Tracy, if, if we can. Why is prayer so important? So, uh, again, I'm going to start to answer that question with another inspirational quote from Ellen White, who's the author of Steps to Christ, the book that we've gone on offer today. And I really encourage listeners to take up that offer. It's a book that's helped so many people to develop a deeper walk with God. So this quote is not from that book, but it's from another of her extensive writings, and it says, Our Heavenly Father waits to bestow upon us the fullness of his blessing. It is our privilege to drink largely at the fountain of boundless love. What a wonder it is that we pray so little. God is ready and willing to hear the sincere prayer of the humblest of his children. Why should the sons and daughters of God be reluctant to pray? When prayer is the key in the hand of faith to unlock heaven's storehouse, where are treasured the boundless resources of omnipotence. Yes, it makes you want to pray. Uh, prayer is the key to unlock heaven's storehouse. Wow, mm. that's amazing. Yeah, when you, when you really think about those words, that's... As she said, why would you not want to pray when yeah. you hear that that's what it's about? But let's just clarify, it's not about us coming to God like a child who's been taught to believe in Santa comes to him with a list of toys mm. they want for Christmas. God waits to bestow upon us the things that will truly make us happy. He knows our earthly needs and what will be good for us and what earthly things he can bless us with without it detracting from our relationship with him. But mostly the things he longs to bless us with are those intangible things which are usually the things which make us most happy. He, he really seeks to help us to transform and refine our characters to be more like him. And as a result, we're, we're more happy. So how can we know this? Uh, what does the Bible tell us about that, Tracy? Can you share? Wow, where do I begin? There are so many promises in the Bible about God, what God will do for us as a result of prayer. And many of them come straight from the mouth of Jesus when he was teaching his disciples about prayer. So the one um, which perhaps is best known amongst Christians who are familiar with the Bible, and even perhaps those who don't know their Bible so well because it's quoted quite a lot, it's Matthew 7, 7 to 8. 
and the scriptures quoted often on the subject of prayer, and this is part of the teachings that Jesus gave to the crowds when he went up onto the mountainside, and he gave various instructions on a number of topics at that time, and he says, Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, he who seeks finds, and to him who knocks, the door will be opened. Mm. Amazing promises. Mm. But then he goes on to say in verses 9 to 11, Which of you, if his son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a snake? If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? That's very important. And, uh, you know, as, as fathers... You do everything you can for your children, even where, when they are naughty and uh, not uh, behaving themselves. You still want to give them good gifts. Mm-hmm. Now, definitely we stuffed it up so much, you know, but our Heavenly Father, He's treating us as His beloved children. Yes. And, uh, you know, if you could just put that in picture, you know, uh, how you relate to your own children, your you know, here on earth, imagine how much more mm. the mm. Heavenly Father, God, the creator mm. and sustainer of life and everything in this universe, how much he will do. Yeah, absolutely. For us. Absolutely. Um, there's also another occasion at the Last Supper. Jesus spoke to the 12. Actually, at that stage, it's 11 because at that stage, Judas had already left to go and betray him. Mm. Um But at that time, he's encouraging the apostles in preparing them to go forth and continue his work. And they're concerned because they're aware of their own limitations. Mm -hmm. They they know themselves. Um, And he tells them in John 14, 13 to 14, And whatever you ask in my name, that I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. Mm. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. And then later in John, at that same supper, Jesus tells the apostles, If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. Uh, Tracy, those scriptures uh, encourage us that if we feel, uh, you know, God asking, you know, asking us to go and to do uh, something for him, maybe something to help people physically, or in some way to help them to know him better. But perhaps we feel that uh, we don't have all the right skills, then he will help us, you know. Mm. I mean, interesting, it just come in my mind the thought that God is not um, sending the qualified, you know, but he qualified Absolutely. He qualifies, he qualifies, he qualifies people. Mm. the people who, who said like Isaiah, here I am, send, send me. Send me. Mm. Uh, you know, that, that's very important. If it's something he wants us to do, he will open the door and he will equip us and help us. Mm. And, you know, I kind of think back to what David was speaking about at the very beginning of the program, uh, you know, about it's not just about praying, but also acting. Um, and so that's something where, you know, if the Holy Spirit is telling us to, to act a certain way, to do something for God, then, then we don't need to, to feel concerned about not, 
not having the skills certainly if it's if it's God's will he will equip you as you said Nick he'll he'll qualify us yes. to to do the work so so yeah um and that's the same in um in my situation here you know with working with the team here in in drive time you know I've never worked on radio before I'm not a pastor so who am I to be here with the team you know helping and telling people about about God you know but it's a long story. God's helped to, you know, make it that I'm available on these day, on this day. You needed a person on this day. And I just pray, you know, that, um, God will help me just as, just as he prayed with the, uh, with the, uh, disciples when he was, you know, um, and preparing them. And he was saying, you know, ask and it, and it will be given to yes. you. You know, we just have to pray with faith. That's the important thing. You know, um, if we want to glorify God in what we do, then we just need to pray. If he's asking us to do something, he will equip us and he will help us. Mm, absolutely. Absolutely. It's all about the relationship, Tracy, isn't mm, it? Mm, mm. Um, the Lord speaks to us through his word and his still voice also speak to us through our prayer time with him. Mm. If we take the time uh, not only to tell him about our needs. Actually, he knows about uh, uh, this already. Uh, but if we also, you know, we are not rushing through our prayer. And uh, we are not just, uh, you know, we have to allow the Holy Spirit to speak to us and to give us guidance and direction for our lives. We'll feel the Holy Spirit guiding us if mm. we do that. Mm. And we need to... Uh, we need to do that um, so much uh, these days, Tracy, in this world of uncertainty, don't we? Mm-mm. Yes, there's a lot of important decisions we need to make in life where we really need wisdom and guidance from the only person who knows us better than we know ourselves and who also sees the future. How is that? We've got access to someone who knows the future and he knows us better than we know ourselves. So, the Lord wants the best for us. He longs to guide us, to give us a good and happy life. Mm. I like the scripture, uh, Tracy, about uh, how God wants uh, good things for us. Uh, uh, you know that um, uh, in Jeremiah, in Jeremiah chapter 29, verses uh, 11 to, to 12, um, it says, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope, then you will call upon me and go and pray to me, and I will listen to you. That's a wonderful passage in, uh, in uh, Jeremiah chapter 29 mm. from mm. verse 11 and 12. Mm. Uh, that's so reassuring, Nick. You know, God's not a punishing tyrant. He wants to give us that peace which I've talked about before, um, you know, that deep inner peace that the world and its logic and trappings just can't offer. That's a peace that comes from knowing God's got your back and he wants to give you a future and a hope. And and such a peace as that is really priceless. Mm, Absolutely. I know some people um, worry um, that God doesn't hear them when they pray um, about something that uh, they don't see God responding. what are your thoughts on that, Tracy? Nick, I just believe that the Bible is true to its word, and there are so many places uh, where 
we are told that God hears our prayers. Um, let's maybe just look at a few of them. So there's Psalms fifty-five seventeen, and that says, "Evening and morning and at noon I will pray and cry aloud, cry aloud, mm-hmm. and He shall hear my voice." And then um, further along in Psalms, in Psalm one four five eighteen to nineteen, it says, "The Lord is near to all who call upon Him, to all who call upon Him in truth." He will fulfill the desire of those who fear him. He also will hear their cry and save them. And um, Nick, I don't know about you, but I really like the sound of being like a spring of waters, a well-watered garden. What about you? Wow, that sounds like a beautiful way to describe a good uh, and uh, fruitful uh, life, Tracy. Mm-mm, that's from Isaiah. And he also talks about praying to God and him hearing and responding. In Isaiah 58, 9 to 11, he says, Then you shall call and the Lord will answer. You shall cry and he will say, Here I am, if you take away the yoke from your midst, the pointing of the finger and speaking wickedness, if you extend your soul to the hungry and satisfy the afflicted soul, then your light shall dawn in the darkness, and your darkness shall be as the noonday. The Lord will guide you continually and satisfy your soul in a drought and strengthen your bones. You shall be like a watered garden and like a spring of water, whose waters do not fail. That sounds pretty good to me. I don't want to do anything to miss out on any of that promise. Oh, me too. Me too. Um, I don't want to miss out of any of that uh, either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're all good promises, aren't mm, they? Aren't mm. they? Shall I continue now? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. So there's another from Isaiah thirty nineteen, and that states, um, He will be very gracious to you at the sound of your cry. When he hears it, he will answer you. All right. Uh, but we know that uh, everyone has uh, ups and downs, Tracy. Uh, in life, you know, uh, and, and, you know, sometimes when we find ourselves in trouble, we can feel discouraged, you know, mm. to be discouraged. We, and actually, we don't feel like to pray. Mm-hmm. You know, have you, uh, that, did that happen to you? I mean, obviously it happened to, to me. Uh, do you have anything to say about that? Uh, I think all of us experience it at different times, but I think we just need to uh, be aware of these promises. And, and I just remind people that the scriptures tell us about how Satan will do anything to keep us from that deep relationship with God. You know, the Bible describes him as a roaring lion seeking to devour God's people. And he knows that God hears us and responds to our prayers and how God seeks to help us. So the devil wants to keep us from that intimate time with God. Um, When we feel like that, we just must remember these promises in the Bible. And instead of being reluctant to pray, we should run to the Lord in prayer, knowing he wants to comfort us and guide us through. We have those promises from God's word about what to do in times of trouble. And, you know, I've just thought it might be something that if, 
people are going through a particularly difficult time, they might pull out one of these promises from the Bible mm-hmm. and maybe just stick them up, you know, in their bedroom or somewhere they can see them, you know, to, to remind them that, hang on, yes, I'm feeling this, but, you know, if, if I come to God, he, he is going to hear me, you know, he is hearing me regardless of what I'm seeing. Yeah. Can you give us some uh, examples, uh, Tracy? Yeah. They, again, there's so many of them. So Psalms 91.15 tells us, He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. And then there's actually quite a few of these in Psalms. In uh, 34.17, it says, The righteous cry out and the Lord hears and delivers them out of all of their troubles. So we also need to remember that prayer really gives us strength and power and helps us to accomplish things that we might not able to be not might not able be able to do without a special help from from the Lord. Mm. The Bible tells us that also that there are gifts that the Lord would like to give us, but we don't receive them always because we don't ask. In John sixteen twenty three to twenty four, it says, "Most assuredly I say to you." Whatever you ask the Father in my name, so this is Jesus speaking, he will give you. Until now you have asked nothing in my name. Ask and you shall receive that your joy may be full. So the Lord's instructing us to ask, to come boldly to him. And, and that boldness, that, boldness um, that, that we're coming to him with, That doesn't come from us. It comes from the knowledge of the power that's available mm-hmm. by asking in the powerful name of Jesus. And and we should be coming with an expectant attitude, also with the knowledge that he desires to fill you with joy. We've looked at those scriptures. He wants to give us that joy. When I look at all of these, I just think, gosh, we've got a wonderful, loving God. You know, Nick, I'm also comforted in the fact When I come boldly and ask expectantly, that I don't even have to worry about whether whether what I'm asking for would be right for me. Mm. I can be comfortable that He, the Almighty Creator of the universe, who is the Alpha and the Omega, who knows the beginning from the end, will only give me something if He knows it will be good for me. So when you come to a place where you have complete trust in God's ability to grant your heart's desires, his desire to give you things that will fill you with joy, you can even feel comfort rather than disappointment at times when what you desire doesn't come about. Absolutely, yes. Uh, uh, We are told that we need to approach the Lord as a little children. I'm going to take a short break here, Tracy. Play a song abide with me please stay with us don't go anywhere this is faith fm drive time big q and a abide with me fast falls the even time the darkness deepens lord with me by When other helpers fail, comforts me Help of the helpless, oh abide with me Swift to its close, ebbs out life's little day Earth's joys grow dim, its glories pass away 
abide with me I need thy presence every passing hour What but thy grace can foil the tempter's power Do like thyself my guidance take and be Welcome back. You are listening to Faith FM Drive Time BQ&A with Nick, Rita and Tracy today. Nick, just before we get back into uh, the topic that we were uh, talking about, I just wanted to uh, once again give some information about that session that we've got coming up. You know, we're in really interesting and confusing times. Mm. You know, we're kind of... Um, the world is becoming a place, and, and David alluded to this in his interview, where bad seems good and good seems bad. You know, it's a confusing time, and, 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 and certainly, you know, we get into discussions with people, and sometimes we find it very hard to um, put arguments forward for the ways we believe because, you know, the population's thoughts are just changing. They're so far away from, from God. And I think if we can see what's going on with world events and we can interpret them through the lens of Bible prophecy, mm-hmm. it really um, makes things so much less confusing for us. And so I really encourage people to come along to um, those sessions that we're having. And so, as we said, um, Pastor Gary, who's one of the um, hosts here on Drive Time, he's put this great um, uh session this this topic together for angels the end times and the gospel's climax uh, so it's a series of um, sessions on different different topics all around around that but particularly if I just sum it up I can say it's about understanding what's happening with now and mm. looking at it in in through Bible prophecy so the first two sessions um, they'll take place at 11 a.m. and 2:30 p.m. on Saturday March the 13th and that's at Prospect Seventh-day Adventist Church and Hall and that's actually located at 5 to 17 Ballville Street Prospect and uh, after that uh, there's going to be sessions at 7 p.m. every evening starting Sunday, March the 14th through to Friday, March the 19th, all except the Wednesday. 
Um, and the series concludes with two sessions on Saturday, March the 20th. So I just really encourage listeners to come along. You'll be really br- blessed and it'll, it'll remove, I think, a lot of the confusion mm. that, that people have about what's going on and ty- trying to understand and interpret world events. So I really encourage our listeners um, for that. And I also wanted to be mention as well, uh, we talked about earlier about the book that we've got on offer today, Steps to Christ. Um one of the things that's really important in our relationship with Christ is is about learning how to come to Him. You know, there's prayer in various ways, um, and that book is is a real help. Has helped many people. So there's no obligation or anything. So we just ca- encourage you um, to to text in to us. And what's the number, Nick? The number is zero four triple eight. Yeah, that's great. So get in on that, everyone. That's great, Tracy. Hey, just quickly, um, let, let's come back a little bit to, to what you, we just left before the break. Uh, mm. uh, yes, uh, we are told that we need to approach the Lord as little children. Mm. To have faith in God like a child has faith in his father. Absolutely. You know, in a family with loving parents, and we know that unfortunately not everyone has great family situation so I'm talking about an optimum situation here the child trusts completely that his or her father will love and protect them they don't even question that they just innocently believe that their parents love them so much and want them to be happy and really that's usually all a father wants for their child to be able to show them love protect them teach them to live a good life and to make them happy and um you talked talked earlier, um, Nick, about how you enjoy, you know, being able to give things to to your children or to do things for them that will make them happy, and and that's what we see throughout the Bible and all of the promises that are given to us about coming to God in prayer speak of God's love for us. Such a beautiful and comforting promise, uh, Tracy, which I hope will uh, will help us all and our listener um, to understand the benefits of prayer. And why it's so important. Well, uh, time is uh, really uh, running uh, short now, so I'm uh, just wondering if you could give some final thoughts uh, uh, for our listeners, Tracy. Sure, Nick. I just want to underline that we went through a lot of scriptures today and all these scripture promises that I quoted come from various people. Some were from Jesus, some from David, some from Moses, some from the apostles, and they all had an intimate relationship with their father, Jesus especially. He was actually God incarnate here on earth. And all these people speak of how they prayed to God and God heard them and responded. So these people in the scriptures are testifying to God's goodness and they're telling us the way prayer works. You pray sincerely to God and he listens and responds. And and that ju- wasn't just for the days when the Bible was written. This is for every person today who wants to come to Jesus and open their heart to him as their best friend. He wants the best for you, so... If in the natural it doesn't seem as though your prayer is being answered, then stand on God's promises that he does hear and he does respond and know that either he knows that what you're asking for is not the best for you or it's not the right timing. He loves us more than we can imagine. He sent us his son to die for us that Mm. we might have the possibility to be saved from our sin. So that's 
huge love. That's the type that's not available anywhere on this earth apart from through a relationship with God. He longs to respond and give us good things. I just want to encourage all the listeners to make time for prayer in their life because they will be so enriched by a deeper walk with the Lord, by a beautiful and rich relationship with Him. Tracy, would you like to have a short prayer with us? We'd love to, yes. Dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to come to you in prayer. I thank you, Father, for the many scriptures that you have left us that tell us that you do listen to us and you do act and respond regardless of, of what we're seeing. And, we, and I thank you, Father, that we can trust you that you will give us good things. And even if we don't ask for the right things, Father, you will look after that situation as well. We just thank you for your amazing love. And I just pray for all of us that our walk will be ever deeper with you. We will have such a deep, wonderful relationship with you. We will know your still, sweet voice. And I thank you for all these things. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Looks like our time is up for today, Tracy. Um, yeah, thank you for listening to Faith FM Drive Time with Nick Rita and uh, Tracy today on a very important uh, topic uh, about prayer. Why is prayer so important? But I would like to invite you to join us again next time when we are going to talk a bit more uh, about uh, rediscovering prayer. If you miss out on prayer or if you think, oh, I don't know how to pray, we are going to talk a little bit uh, more about this. Don't uh, um, miss out the, the next uh, program. Uh, and also, please send us a message or visit our website, faithfm.com.au. Write an email to info at faithfm.com.au and get that wonderful book, Steps to Christ. The number where you can send an SMS is 04888 Double one. Time is up, and I will leave you with a song, a beautiful song, a living prayer. God bless.